Severe damage due to injury or arthritis may not be eased by non-surgical treatments. That is when a total joint replacement may become an option. To talk to us about this surgery, we are joined by Dr. Wasik Ashraf, an orthopedic surgeon at the MSLC Center for Total Joint Replacement. This is Doc Talk, presented by Montefiore St. Luke's Cornwall. I'm your host, Caitlin White. Doctor, begin by telling us just what total joint replacement is and who is a good candidate for it. That's a great question. So total joint replacements are surgeries we do for shoulders, knees, hips, and even ankles. And my specialty is hip, knees, and shoulders, where we remove the bad cartilage and replace it with metal and plastic. And as far as the patient selection for a joint replacement, it truly is multifactorial. The biggest factor is quality of life. If joint pain is causing a patient not to be able to enjoy their life and do the things they want to do and the way they want to do it, and they have failed conservative management such as injections and therapy, and x-rays show they have enough joint deterioration to warrant a a joint replacement, they would be the perfect candidate for a joint replacement. Now, what are some of the most common total joint replacements that you see? Overall, total knee replacement is definitely the most common type of uh, joint replacement in the lower extremity, followed by total hip replacement, and third being a total shoulder replacement, which is definitely gaining momentum as technology has been advancing with the reverse shoulder replacement. Now, let's talk recovery time. I know we're talking about a wide range of joints here, but what does that look like afterwards? And when do you start to see the effects of having a total joint replacement? Each joint is slightly different. For a knee replacement, which I would say is probably the hardest joint to recover from, there are two types of total knee replacements. One is a total knee replacement where we remove all three parts of the knee and replace it with metal and plastic. And then there's a partial knee replacement where you only target the affected part of the knee and replace that with metal and plastic. I will say that a partial knee replacement is definitely an easier recovery because it's not as invasive and not as much recovery compared to a total. But for a total knee replacement, the first three to four weeks are just difficult because there's pain, there's swelling. And in between all of that, we're going to ask, along with the physical therapist, to move that joint and do the therapy required to have a successful outcome. Overall, I think it's always uh, better to under-promise and over-deliver. So I tell all my patients that the first six weeks will take you to be about 50% improved by four to five months to be about 70, 80% improved. And it will take a full year to fully recover the muscle strength, stamina, and balance that we all lose from chronic osteoarthritis. But one thing I always point out is things will never be like it was in your 20s, but it'll be better than what you have to deal with now with that knee. And then how long does a total joint replacement last? I'm sure it's not forever. Oh, great question. So, you know, with technological advancements such as minimally invasive surgery that we offer here at St. Luke's, along with improved material from the vendors and metal, we are seeing increased survivability of the implant itself. The other factor that I will throw in there is patient selection. You know, patients that are have a higher body weight index or higher comorbidities, they just don't last as long. So if you have the perfect patient with the new technology that we have offered now with 
you know, faster recovery, really this can last anywhere between you know, 18 to 20 years is what I quote with my patients. Now, of course, major surgery is happening here. So is there anything that we can do to avoid having a total replacement if we have arthritis or another injury that could lead up to it? Absolutely. You know, again, multiple factors to this. There's a huge genetic factor that I think many times gets overlooked. You know, if you have your aunt, your grandma, your your, your mom who is suffering from arthritis, you could start at an early age in your late 20s, early 30s to start taking joint supplementation, which is conjointin sulfate, glucosamine sulfate, fish oil, turmeric, which is a good antioxidant. Number two is patient factors such as weight and strengthening and keeping that joint mobile. So there are joint preserving exercises such as elliptical, biking, swimming, and maintaining a healthy weight, I think it's key. Things such as squatting, lunges, running with a history of uh, arthritis in the family is just not a great idea past a certain age. So mobility, staying active, eating right, and supplementing, I think they're all good preventative measures for osteoarthritis. And wrapping up here, doctor, I'd love to hear about your team here at Monte Fiore. Can you tell us a bit more about what you do? Yes. We are an uh, orthopedic hospital where we have a total joint-specific floor where all we do are total knees, hips, and shoulders. We have a team of therapists, social worker, case manager, nursing staff who all work together to really make sure all your questions are answered before surgery your needs are met as far as therapy required, help at home required, are taken care of before surgery. So when you're after surgery, all you have to worry about is just recovering. Technologically, we have robotic joint replacement. We have minimally invasive joint replacement and cutting edge opioid sparing surgeons who really can help you recover quicker without using opioids. So this is something we offer here at Newburgh, New York at St. Luke's Hospital. And you don't only have to go to the city to get this type of care. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. That was Dr. Wasik Ashraf, an orthopedic surgeon at the MSLC Center for Total Joint Replacement. Visit montefiorslc.org for more information about our orthopedic services. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. And be sure to check out all the other Doc Talk episodes. This has been Doc Talk, the podcast from Montefiore St. Luke's Cornwall Hospital. I'm Caitlin White. Stay well. <laughs>